0: Hello everybody. Welcome back to Splinter's Library. Uh, this is issue four now, pod number five. Uh, Shiv, how are you today? I'm doing wonderful, Alex. How are you doing? <laughs> wonderful. Wow. <laughs> Wowza. Uh, I'm doing okay. Yeah, it's been a good. It's been a good uh, start to the weekend. Uh, getting some turtles reading in. Uh, this is a wacky issue. Uh, I, I remember messaging you as much, and you kind of gave like a yeah with ellipses. Uh, so I'm under the impression that you you weren't super into this one.
1: I wasn't super into this one, but I, I didn't downright hate it. Okay. It's very middling. Well, yeah,
0: I'll explain more. I enjoyed it a lot more than I, I thought I did. I think it has a weak second act, but I, I think it's I think it kind of opens really strong, and I I, I felt the momentum. Um, but we'll we'll get into that um, before we actually kick off the summary. I want to say a generalized note. Uh, about this issue uh, that you'll probably appreciate. So uh, obviously we've been reading the first printing uh, for basically everything. But the cover on the second printing of this issue is actually the uh, cover that they cropped for the NES game, for for Ninja Turtles on NES. So if you look at that you can can see uh, it is like they crop it down to just the four turtles. Uh, I thought that was a cool little note. I, I thought that was really interesting.
1: Huh.
0: Yeah. It's, it's it's such a small little thing. But yeah, if you look at the, the second the second printing cover, it is just straight up the cover they used for the NES game. Um, which is crazy, too, because I'm pretty sure the cartoon existed at that point. Uh, and they could have, you know, done one with Turtles of Colored Headbands. Uh, but instead they opted for the all-red issue for cover, so... There you go. That was a little interesting note I wanted to make before we got too deep into it. Otherwise, let's, um, let's get straight into the comic. So, issue four. Uh, this one didn't have a title in the comic, but I believe it's titled uh, Rescuing Master Splinter or something to that effect. Which doesn't happen, but we'll get there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we immediately start with Leonardo looking out a window where the rest of the panel is like all black, and he has like a moody monologue, which which I thought was really engaging. Actually, I, I wasn't expecting that it was a fun way to to kick things off. It's been one week since the turtles have moved in here with April. Uh, and she's been very kind and gracious to them, but uh, otherwise they, there's a genuine concern amongst the turtles that Splinter might actually be dead. Uh, I thought that was kind of surprising. Compared to the absolute honky-tonk tone of issue 3, uh, that, was a, that was a pleasant change of pace in my mind. Uh, kind of uh, a more, um, just a, a, not dour, because I don't want my turtles to be like actually miserable and sad. But they they were more focused Sticks. and more well, not grin, somber. That's yeah, that's probably a better word. Somber, yeah. Yeah, they were somber in this issue uh, up to a point, which I, I thought was refreshing. Uh, Leo gets prompted to go out and exercise with the other boys. They go back on the streets, and uh, we see a shot of Raphael swinging from a grappling hook rope and yelling, Yahoo! Kegara <laughs> Bundaloo. <Bundleou." laughs>
1: No, B- said
0: bundlo- Krieger, yeah, did you said
1: wrong. Kriega, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Krieger Bundolo. So did you Google this? <laughs> did you Google this immediately after you read it, like I did?
1: Oh, oh no, I I didn't. I just I'm just saying how I read it in my head. Kriega. Bundlo-
0: so. Like the stupid Ziphead shit from the previous issue, uh, the the one shot of Raphael and, and, you know, all the other whack-ass cultural references before it, I had to Google this one. And it's apparently a reference to the original Tarzan novels, which uh, is just completely lost to time, uh, you know, compared to their usual pop culture references. And I'm not sure people in the '80s understood this one either. I uh, struggled to uh, to think that people did, uh, but maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong, but that that's what that is. Apparently, it's a it's a Tarzan thing, which makes a lot more sense, but it it doesn't. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I, <laughs> it's just a
0: little out there.
1: I usually look. I try to look stuff up if I don't know what it is. But like in this situation, I guess I, I knew I didn't know what it was, but.
0: How right, when Mikey yeah. is saying, hey, it's the king of the jungle, right? So, like, <laughs> you could tell it was like a Tarzan thing, but it was just like a particularly weird version of Tarzan <laughs> that people don't know about.
1: Yeah,
0: that's fair. Uh, Leo comments that he's showboating, uh, which I wouldn't actually characterize as Raphael's typical nature. I feel like that's more Mikey. Uh, but, uh, you know, as we've commented... Plenty of times at this point, these characters uh, are completely, insanely different in this comic, um, or non-existent at all. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Leonardo is the one tossing the grappling hook around. I, I took an interesting note in that. So, do you, did you, do you know about the the censorship in the original 80s cartoon?
1: I do know there was censorship, but I don't know the specifics of it, though.
0: So so this is a point of fascination for me, and it's one of the few, like, really specific details about this series I know, um, is that uh, in the UK, when they brought Ninja Turtles over, they actually, A, they rebranded the name to, like, you know, Mutant Ninja Turtle Heroes or something like that. It's like some wacky alternate version of the name. But, uh, I I think it's Hero Turtles. Uh, That might be the phrase. Instead of Ninja, it's Hero Turtles. But furthermore, this is the wacky thing. Apparently, the use of deadly weapons such as nunchaku were banned uh, on British television. So, they edited the show so that in every instance where Michelangelo was using his nunchucks, he instead used a grappling hook. Like that was like his signature thing was that was that Mikey had the grappling hook, so in this scene we see all of the turtles, particularly Michelangelo, swinging and prepping the grappling hook, and in the future that like becomes Michelangelo's character trait, like that's his weapon. So obviously that's like with immense amounts of hindsight, right? Uh, In this Mm. comic, all of the turtles are, like, equally ninja, and a grappling hook is probably the most basic ninja tool imaginable. Uh, But I thought it was really interesting that that was, like, sort of disconnect between this and not even necessarily the American version of the 80s cartoon, right? But uh, particularly the UK-friendly version of the 80s cartoon.
1: That's just weird, because, yeah, the grappling hook, I thought all the turtles could do that, I guess... I never knew it yeah. became Michelangelo's thing back then.
0: Yeah, it, it became, like, Mikey's, like, special weapon, because they, they they couldn't show him using his nunchucks. And actually, I think, uh, in the Western release, when they found out, like, oh, crap, like, the UK won't let us use nunchucks, they, like, then shifted Michelangelo to use the grappling hook in both versions, right, he would use the nunchucks less frequently, and I think that might be the impetus for him being a skateboarder too. Was to give him other stuff to do that was cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so it, it it genuinely shaped the franchise in a meaningful way. But I just that seeing Leonardo use the grappling hook kind of like made me go, oh, so that's like a thing. Uh, and I was I was surprised by that. Uh, the turtles flip around at night doing their parkour stuff. Leo comments that it's just a beautiful night. Great opportunity for them to kind of clear their heads and and exercise, right? Uh, but, uh, when, when they get to a rooftop, uh, they are ambushed out of nowhere by, uh, the Foot Clan, uh, which I cheered. Did you cheer? I cheered. You know, ever i was hyped since, to see the foot clan
1: yeah we've been, we. i guess i've been expecting shredder to come back it, it's almost like an expectation but that's not fair because that's just given what we know about the foot clan now that's like the notable enemy of the turtle so i was expecting it eventually at some point i i will admit i was not expecting it this early so it, it was a yeah. pleasant surprise
0: well and that's something i said back in our review of issue three right i said What they need to do is they need to have the Foot Clan show up and be a present force, but not the main antagonist of an issue, right? Even if it was just an offhand, like, bubble mention. And that is perfectly what they execute here. Making sure the universe feels alive by keeping the Foot Clan as, like, a present threat, um, regardless of the fact that they do not have Shredder. So, I was really, I was impressed, genuinely. I cheered, I said, yeah! um i i wrote all all caps yes in my notes uh <laughs> when the foot clan showed up
1: it really gave me like a. Oh, I was gonna say like reminded me of like team rocket and the johto region it's like ah we we don't have our master but we're still gonna commit crime and do stuff
0: sure sure well and that's 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 what makes the best kind of version of of villains i i think you know when you have like a squad and they show like the new leader on the rise uh, after after the first kind of version was beaten, right? And show how those villains have, like, evolved as a result of their defeat. Uh, hmm. I think that's always uh, a really engaging storyline. Uh, so the Foot Clan surround them. Uh, they kind of circle up. They, they, they actually, I think, Leo directly says, like, let's let them come to us. Uh, and then is it Raphael says, like, we have a choice. <laughs> uh, i i've noted this down i i love there's two foot clanners uh, about to fight leonardo two on one and they say now you will die turtle scum And the other one says for the death of our master the shredder you will pay it's just full corny and we're we're, we're getting fun with it then leonardo says some dumbass pun about like Banks, he says, like I never welch on my debts. How's this for a down payment? <laughs> and then slashes them. It's a little, uh, it's a little weird, but I, uh, uh, I really enjoyed this fight sequence because we get to see all of the turtles have kind of a little moment in the sun. Uh, not quite a page each, but at least some action, right? Leo takes these two two on one uh, and and kicks one off of a building. Uh, Mikey just completely trounces on. Two of uh, them back to back with the nunchucks. He actually has two pairs of nunchucks, um, which I didn't realize. I thought he only had one, so that's news to me. Did you realize no. that? Am I crazy?
1: No, I thought he's always he's always had two pairs of nunchucks.
0: Has he always had two? Uh, like throughout this whole comic up to this point as well?
1: Uh, that I, I can't remember now, but I, I know we, I just know. Yeah, now now had.
0: I'm bringing it into question. <laughs> it's like well, <laughs> well this is. This is this is this is one of those points of contention we were talking about all the way back in issue one, right? Is uh, where are they getting the weapons from? But yeah, so Mikey has two nunchucks and he just bop bop bops uh, like three four dudes uh, with with them uh, with relative ease. Further pushing my theory that Michelangelo is the strongest turtle. Uh, <laughs> Raphael uh, gets like an edgy one liner as he. Uh, uh, Oh, pardon me, I'm, I'm skipping ahead. Uh, rather, Donatello gets shown next. Donatello goes ahead and blocks a, a round of shurikens from One Foot Clanner, who says, for the Shredder! They all just keep mentioning Shredder at every possible opportunity, in case we had any doubt that Shredder might come back. Uh, <laughs> uh, we go ahead, and, and he blocks all of his shurikens with his bow staff, and then smacks him with the same bow staff. And says, For Splinter!
1: <laughs> I, I mean, I guess uh, the, the Tur- foot people, they're probably confused. They're like, what are you talking about? Is that your master? Like, who-? Right, <laughs> they
0: have no idea who Splinter is. That's a great point. <laughs> they have no clue. Right, are the Foot Clans still, I guess they, they know they are turtles now, right? One of them says, Turtle Scum, to, to Leo. So, they, they don't think it's costumes anymore. They genuinely believe they're turtles.
1: Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. They have to know Splinter, but, though, right? or maybe some of them did. <laughs> maybe just Shredder.
0: Well, who who would know Splinter? Because he was just a rat, right? Yeah. Now,
1: well, I thought the oh, well, maybe not Shredder. Shredder doesn't know. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. My bad. That was the the yeah. brother, the other guy.
0: Well, th- but n- none of them would know because Splinter yeah. was just the rat owned by the guy they killed.
1: Yeah. So they don't even know. That's that's a good point no. actually. Yeah.
0: So I, I'm surprised, even actually, they they, they believe turtles. that they really are turtles at this point. Yeah, maybe it's just, maybe it's like uh, you look like turtles, so you must be turtles. Uh, and then last but not least, um, Raphael uh, is fighting Foot Claners, uh, and he gets shoved off the building, and he grabs a clothesline and crashes through a window uh, of a family while they're watching TV. He he has a bra on his head. Uh this isn't funny. Did you think this was funny? I didn't think it was. I just think that it's funny think it that funny. they thought this would be funny. So it's more like laughter <laughs> and how, how bizarre it just is.
1: how yeah, I guess just how like lame it is. Nah, I don't know, I can't find the right word. Should literature.
0: should Raphael be the comic relief? No. He seems to be the only character
1: who's given like the most anything in all so far <laughs> he
0: really is he really gets the whole whole damn pie he crashes through this window and then the the kids uh, and they're like mama who is that little green man uh, i did think this was funny genuinely uh after after he runs up the stairs which we don't even get a shot of he he like slams the door out of this apartment and then on the next page he's like stepping out the door onto the roof <laughs> like in a in a goofy looking pose, being like "Leo Don, you guys okay?" Uh so that that like saved it <laughs> a maybe, little bit. Maybe it's I, I thought funny. that was funny framing.
1: <laughs> I was going to say maybe it's just funnier that they, they thought it'd be funnier if it happened to Raphael out of all people. I don't know. He's like I more I stern. guess
0: He's very goofy, this issue, Raphael. Yeah. Um, and it, it directly contrasts literally the last issue we read, the, the one shot that happens chronologically directly before this, where he is as edgy and, uh, uh, like, self-doubtful as ever. In this issue, he's an absolute goofball. As he comes back upstairs, Mikey is uh, trying to fight one last footer, uh, and he, uh, jumps at him and gets slashed in the arm, which was really surprising to me. He, he gets, he gets damaged in the arm. Uh, Raphael says, no, Mike! Uh, again, the footer says, for Shredder, again, again. Uh, <laughs> then Raphael clamps the, the sword in his side, uh, using it correctly for the first time so far. Genuinely correctly, not grabbing the bladed end like a fucking idiot, <laughs> Just <laughs> actually putting the weapon between the two prongs of the Psy, and disarms the footer uh, and kicks him off the building, uh, saying that nobody cuts up his best buddy and gets away with it. Nobody. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. Did you, did you catch that? So, like, Raphael genuinely values Michelangelo more than any other turtle in the squad.
1: Okay, oh, that I didn't know. I just thought, I just thought it was like, oh, they're brothers. At the end of the day, I mean, they they may have had their differences, right, in the last issue, but they're still
0: brothers. Well, no, but they, I think, I think it's, I think it's quite the opposite, right? Like, I think there's a reason why those two are always sparring together, right? Like you know Donnie Leo they can't be bothered they're just chilling like reading reading dune <laughs> but <laughs> Raphael and Michelangelo like are are always sparring together um, yeah
1: you're right i i never really thought of it but i guess they're, they're the closest rivals in the
0: I, well i still think Raphael and Leonardo they, are, are
1: bigger rivals like
0: Raphael says himself that Mikey is his best buddy right yeah that's a clear you know that's guy. Yeah, he doesn't say, like, no one cuts up one of my brothers, right? He says, my best buddy. Um, so I, I wonder kind of how that pays off in the future, uh, especially with how we know this issue ends. Um, I, I'm wondering if that's going to go somewhere uh, in, in some capacity. Uh, but I, I thought that was fascinating uh, hmm. that Raphael has a particular connection directly to Michelangelo as opposed to just, like, the brother connection, right? Yeah,
1: that, that's cool. I like, I, whatever connection, you know, the comics originally had, I just want to, happy to get to experience that, right? Like, it's better, it's better than just focusing on Raphael. So I, I think, I think from here on, they might, now that they could maybe expand on uh, Raphael and Michelangelo's well, use just Yeah, use,
0: use Michelangelo, <laughs> like, use Raphael's <laughs> friendship to give an excuse <sighs> to give Michelangelo character. A little overdue. Anything, Uh, but yeah, I'll I'll take it if that's where they're going with this. For sure. Okay, so uh, as they kind of wrap up this fight, uh, again, this foot clanner says, For the Shredder, twice. (laughs) Twice more. uh, (laughs) Shut up. Yeah, Raphael, uh, as he says, For the shred. Raphael just kills the dude. I think he stabs him, and, and, and he does it off-panel. <laughs> uh, he just says, shut up! Uh, <laughs> Damn. I, I, I loved this sequence after, afterwards. It, it went on a little, a little dumb, but I loved this sequence. Everything turns extremely melodramatic for, like, three pages, where we get, like, monologuing narration text boxes that that like describe the scene <laughs> they they say the following as raphael administers the coup de grace, his peripheral vision picks something up something startling and is in his mind a chord is struck by a name from the past <laughs> uh and raphael shouts no it can't be <laughs> of course yeah yeah and across the street is the tcri building and and again there's even more we get like a two-page spread of monologuing like boxes about how each like showing each turtle's facial reaction like, it's it's so crazy And four turtles share the same shock of recognition. The letters TCRI leap out of their memories as they recall their origin related to them by Splinter. (laughs) It's it's all an incredibly melodramatic and long-winded way of telling us that TCRI made the goo that made them mutants. um, Which I definitely think was not a detail in the first issue, correct?
1: I think this is a retcon because I do not remember any I they never said anything about TCRI
0: I can double okay. check though yeah maybe maybe scroll through that while we're while we're running through uh, just just on the off chance but I, I believe this is I, w- I wouldn't say retcon because it's just kind of like filling in a blank detail right but it's uh it's an interesting note that that's a new part of this story that probably in future right is like a, a day one detail they have in.
1: Oh, you know, yeah, this is, this really is more like filling in the blanks, I guess. They didn't really yeah. say it. They, they didn't really show much. They just said, oh, the turtles got in the crash, but they didn't show the canister. They, they didn't show much detail. So, okay, that's fair. It actually works then.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the turtles convene back together. Uh, Mikey, of all of them, is raring to go. He wants to get in that building right now, but they actually advise otherwise because of the cut on his arm. They uh, then say, okay, we're going to return tomorrow because uh, it's nearly daylight anyway. They go back to April's, uh, and we kind of cut immediately to a scene of Leonardo stitching up uh, Mikey, which I, I, I thought was weird that this was uh, Leonardo's thing to do, right? Uh, but, oh. But I'm uh, really. Go I, on. Oh, yeah. I thought that's... this would be a Donnie thing.
1: Okay, fair enough. I, I thought it would be either Donnie or Leo, but because it was Leo, it wasn't really. It didn't really bother me too much. Uh, he, he's, he's always looking out for the turtles. It's like the, he's the eldest, I think? Sure. Or he, he um, acts like the eldest. Pro-
0: yeah, I don't know if that particularly matters. They're all turtle teenagers. Uh,
1: <laughs> I kind of thought April would take care of that too, though, or would help out. I,
0: not because not she's a woman. She probably, she's saying, I mean... She, cause she,
1: in the show, I remember she did something like that. Well, she's not really she's
0: she's not really trained in like (laughs) combat medicine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was going to say though, I did appreciate this injury uh, to Michelangelo. Kind of has like a lot of emphasis, and like they treat it as a genuinely severe issue right maybe it's just cuz it like was a story moment that like pierced through plot armor <laughs> but i i felt like it gave the turtles a, a level of mortality that like i hadn't seen yet in this comic right uh i mean back back during the first wish list if you know issue 0 i was asking for um like you know a permanent scarration of some kind to a turtle right uh so yeah. i i can i can kind of see like this this isn't clearly permanent. It's just like an arm injury. But this was this is the kind of direction I wanted when I was thinking about that, right? Uh, for, for the injuries they take in battle to have some real severity. Otherwise, uh, Donatello is looking through a phone book and cannot find TCRI. And continuing, Raphael being like the comedic relief now for some reason, Raphael gets out of the shower, uh, which, I mean... he's wearing a towel around his waist instead of his belt and he doesn't have his mask on uh but it just still looked weird (laughs) um uh and yeah he's just being really goofy uh they uh they say like there better be hot water and he said don't sweat it big boy that's that's what raphael says back striking a, a funny pose and whipping his towel uh so yeah, is is this Raphael to you? I don't know anymore. You know what I what I did like about the scene is that like the whole
1: hot water thing. Well, a I can relate to that. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. But um, also, <laughs> just, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. It actually kind of fits her off I like he's a, he, he's more they're they're showing off a bit more of a lighter side of him. So that, that's as usual. He's the MVP of the entire comic so far, but.
0: Yeah, yeah. I,
1: yeah. I don't, it, felt, it felt pretty in character. I, I could imagine him saying that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I didn't think it was completely out of character. I just wasn't really ready for them to start using him like this before they did it with other turtles first. Uh, besides maybe the gag last issue where they're asking for a beer. Mm. Uh, otherwise, April uh, knocks on the door. Uh, and Raphael responds with a, who is it? With like music notes surrounding the speech bubble. Uh, when April comes back inside, uh, she, uh, she has a new haircut and she says, how do you like my new do? And Raph says back, wow, you look great. And then a thought bubble for a human, <laughs> which I, th- I thought that was genuinely funny. And then she says a joke that's not. Like, immediately afterwards. She says she got it done at a new wave place. Uh, I mean, she says, the guy got all mad because I wouldn't let him shave it bald on the sides and dye the top orange. <laughs> what? I, so, I don't know. D- the, yeah. humor, the, the humor. The humor is, it either wins or it loses. I, I can't tell sometimes what, what they're thinking. Some of them work, some of them don't. April is concerned uh, when she sees that the turtles are are genuinely hurt. Um, she uh, actually grabs the uh, the peroxide uh, and starts applying it to Leo uh, rather viciously. Go. He <laughs> says, "Ow, yeah, there you go. You just asked for it, didn't you? There you go. See, see, <laughs> the comic heard you." Uh, we get an exterior shot to show us that someone across the street. Smoking a cigarette is watching the turtles through a telescope. And he's smoking. This does not pay off this issue <laughs> at all. It's just uh, it's a, it's a random, strange, I guess, foreshadowing that someone knows that the turtles are at April's. Yeah. Uh but that's that's kind of all it goes to. They explain again they're going to TCRI, this time to April. Uh, April says that she wants in. Uh, <laughs> and Leo says, thanks, but no, April. <laughs> uh, tell, tells her she can't come because it's dangerous. Uh, and because, I guess, they just couldn't think of something cool for her to do to help, which I thought was lame. They could have at least had her drop them there in her fucking Volkswagen. Since that's apparently her thing now, <laughs> uh, but yeah, they they tell her to stay behind. Uh, I just want her to do something cool, and I want her not to cry. She doesn't cry this <laughs> issue, so that's already a step in the right direction.
1: I mean, I'm I don't, I don't mind that much as long as it makes sense, right? I, I felt like in the the one issue when she did it, it didn't really. No, well, it wasn't for me. Yeah, but right. I, I had nothing wrong, nothing against the actual act of doing it, just the context.
0: It was. She was just crying too frequently. She cried twice per issue and in very awkward moments that didn't make sense. Yeah, if she was crying because something genuinely emotional happened, right, that is meant to, like, connect with us, the audience, I would be down with it. But it, it wasn't. Uh, and yeah, I actually I, – I remember I complimented, right, when, when she had her, like, moment of solace – you know, when, when she was talking about her recently deceased father. Yeah. Like, I, I'm I'm down with this character to have emotions and to be the emotional center of the comic because the Turtles can't. Um, although we've kind of disproven that because Raphael had his kind of soft boy, uh, Weezer-like internal monologue in the previous <laughs> one shot uh but you know i'm fine with april being that i just need it to be you know in ways that are genuinely necessary for the story uh and and to connect with the audience right
1: yeah like when she when she like did the little crying thing for splinter i was like (laughs) why like you don't you barely even know that guy
0: yeah i I guess he's
1: they sort of technically not no it doesn't make sense i was thinking maybe like if a turtle got hurt then she it would make sense for her to cry but no, it's fine. It's fine. I, I don't care. So, I, I think maybe they're just discovering how to write this character, maybe, and they're yeah. finally getting to that point where they're like, okay, we solidified how we want to represent her. So,
0: yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yep. I'm open to see what they do with this. Uh, kind of another note too. Uh, this this is this issue has two kind of like turning pivots for Leonardo. Foremost, right? We complain in the, in issue three uh, that he he did the whole like, well, our father's gone too, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which really upset me. Uh, yeah, which he kind of justifies back at the issue at the at the start of the issue, right? That monologue, you know, starts to explaniate that it's been a week and now they're genuinely concerned he's dead, not just missing, right? But then also his second kind of pivot turn here is uh, he as another reason for April not to come. He notes that what they're going to be doing is illegal, which uh, <laughs> directly kind of contrasts what he was saying to april when she did the stunts in the van and he's like but they were bad people april and they chased us first so we're 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 still kind of messing with these characters right nothing feels very cement yet it's very malleable it's still it's pretty i mean
1: i guess the the hypocrisy could be realistic because you know we're not all not every... Everyone's not consistent, you know? We all have our... No,
0: well, well, yes, but um, we're talking about fictional Yeah, we're talking about a fic- in a like fiction. In fiction, I... meant to yeah. have, you know... Right. They're designed. Uh, but, I, yeah, so we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm going to keep a, keep a note on that, though. I, I'm really curious how Leonardo of all of them can really change, because as you've said, he has to be the leader, and that leaves him in a very static position. Otherwise, we go straight to the TCRI heist... Uh, once they arrive at the TCRI building, uh, they note that there's basically no way in. Mikey goes ahead and scouts. There's no window, no ledge, anything of that sort. That leads Raphael to just straight up kick open the door. This is kind of meant to be a gag uh, where Leonardo says like, wait, don't do that, Raf. what if has an alarm? And it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's Donatello. Uh, no, it's Leo Says says that Raphael is lucky. His luck never ceases to amaze him, uh, and Raphael responds that it's not luck, sheer skill. Uh, They all get up onto the roof, Leonardo once again chucking the grappling hook, and they actually send Donatello across the grappling hook uh, from one roof to the next first so that he can uh, infiltrate the TCRI building, Uh, and he, he says, I'll go first, this place must have security devices, and I'll need my bag of tricks. Uh, I got really excited, because I'm like, oh, Donatello's doing something, yeah, yeah! And then he just does the lamest fucking thing <laughs> I could have possibly imagined he, he could do. <laughs> he he sneaks around, he notes where there's, like, security cameras embedded in the wall, and then, like, one pivoting camera. And he goes up to the pivoting camera, he takes a picture with, uh, with, with a camera, uh you know where the lens is pointing and it's like an instant polaroid that he shakes out he puts on a special like picture holder and he just puts it right in front of the frame like right in front of the lens so they show us inside the building it just looks like there's a a bird blocking the camera and that's all donatello does after that he's like all right guys come over no more bag (laughs) of tricks yeah great bag of tricks donatello (laughs) Um, I don't know. Am I being too jaded? Was I expecting too much? When he's like, "I'm gonna do the surveillance," you know, I thought he was gonna like really do some gadgeteer ass shit. Like I thought he was gonna like cut the wires on the on the <laughs> camera or something. Right? Obviously, that's not as clandestine, I-, I guess. But for him to kind of resort to like take a picture, put it on like a picture <laughs> holder, and put it in front of the camera, it was just it was just strange to me.
1: Yeah, I thought the setup was great for this. It's like. And I'll need my bag of tricks. And it's like it's your no, show, Don.
0: I was like, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Show. Who says that? Who says it's your show? Is it Mikey? Uh I can't. Well, one even of tell. the turtles. Yeah. No, somewhat. you see, it's because we can't see their weapons, and they don't have colored headbands, and none of them talk differently. Uh, it's too but, far away, but, too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Don Donnie does that. Uh, I it, it I I, I want to like give the comic credit for like. Trying to give Donatello a moment, right? But if it's not a good moment, why bother at all?
1: <laughs> Maybe the writers just, they don't really care right now for Donatello.
0: But They're why Why, guy, why give him this? If they didn't care, they wouldn't bother with this, right? They <laughs> the wouldn't turtle. give him the moment if they don't care. It, it, it's the thought that counts, I, I suppose. They're trying to get get every turtle kind of involved in their own special way. Yeah, four characters, make you know, make sure it's not just two characters and then two, like, extras. <laughs> uh, Donnie and Mikey kind of being the extras in, in, in a lot of cases, right? Uh, they get into the building, uh, a lot of the rooms are pretty barren and empty, uh, besides they, they look into one door that's locked and they can see a bunch of wires and, and uh, sort of metal parts go up and down a spiral staircase, enter a lobby that is also incredibly barren and empty, kind of getting some some spooky vibes from the area, right? Uh, they check out the reception desk and on it is a ID card as well as uh, strange diagrams for weird machines. This, this was a really fun sequence. They hear uh, someone coming. Uh, they, hear, they hear TCRI employees approaching and they all hide, they all scatter in like four different directions for a panel. And we see the dudes walking by, and they... Th- this is like, if, if, <laughs> it makes it so obvious that they're aliens. It's, it's not even funny. Uh, these, these dudes say uh, that they are uh, <laughs> making a few more adjustments to the dematerialization crystals, and the mechanism will be ready. <laughs> and they will be able to <laughs> go back to their home world uh, where one of them can uh, see their mate and little ones who they have not seen in so long, and the other one has seen it on the hollow vids. It's like so. It's so obvious. Uh, but it's it's fun, at least, because we see all four places the turtles are hiding. Leo's behind a couch. I, I believe it's, like, Raph behind the other couch. Mikey's up on the chandelier. Like, Donnie is, is like, hiding behind a fern. And they all have, like, it's, Donnie has, like, a scowl, <laughs> like, gritted teeth, like, shaded frame. Uh, so I thought that was very, very fun. It, it shows personality just in this one shot, you know. Yeah, a lot of persons. well, but the, well, so I'll admit it though. I can't tell who any of them are besides Leonardo because you can't see their fucking weapons. They all look
1: the same. Oh yeah, it's just like process of elimination. Like I know we already know Leonardo because that's
0: the two swords. Uh, yeah, I guess okay. Let let I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna rock this. So I I think looking at the previous frame where they're all scattering <laughs> right. If you look at the frame where they're all scattering. I guess it must be. I oh, see. I can't tell. It must be Mikey on the shan No, okay. Mikey is the one hiding behind a couch besides Leonardo. I think Donatello's on the chandelier.
1: Oh, you're right. And it might
0: be. It might be Raff behind the fern. Oh, what Raph the Because it's is the one jump. Yeah,
1: you're I mean you're right. Yeah, but oh, I, oh man, I thought I was gonna show like
0: the personality. And well, the, it makes it makes up. more sense for Raft to scowl. I guess.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, true.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, So so Donatello's acrobatic then? He was able to jump up to a chandelier. I would assume that was Mikey. Yeah, right? I thought that was
1: Mikey's thing.
0: Like, I would think Raph would go for a rash hiding place. Uh, but yeah. I guess he is scowling. That that is the telltale sign yeah, that it's that's Raphael. actually that's cool. Raphael gets the most uh,
1: uh, consistency and the uh, <laughs> coolest con- folks.
0: constantly. On <laughs> and on and on. Uh, they go through the hallways. Every door is locked, uh, except for uh, one key door that they, they realize they can just slap the key card into, uh, and once they do that, the door shifts open, and they see a, a giant room filled with machines and wires. is a full art page, uh, and in the center of it is Master Splinter, uh, disrobed, floating in a, a stasis tank of sorts. Uh, this was a really interesting moment, I thought, so... Raphael, uh he he, he, he starts c- crying yeah uh, he says no master splinter uh and he he shouts that they won't let him display his body like this uh and he's about to smash it when uh one of them uh, i assume it's michelangelo says no Raph, wait uh, and then Donatello of all of them, uh, actually is able to wrestle him back, uh, and, uh, no, actually, pardon me, I think it's Michelangelo holding Raphael back, right? Yeah. Uh, Leonardo tries to tell Raf to, like, listen to Donnie, and Donnie points out that he is alive in, like, a suspended animation, so, and, and, <laughs> Raph says, uh, I guess you would know, Don. <laughs> so, so this is—is is this first the first now. time we've confirmed that like Donatello's like beyond average intellect? Because like he was able to do the shutdown of the computers in issue two, yeah, it right. And that was that was the most action he had done so far. But this is him understanding literally alien technology.
1: Yeah, no, I think I genuinely think this is—we're we giving more information. He's just yeah, the fact that he's explaining what. He knows it's it's pretty good. That's like yeah. a thousand percent more than what we've got in the latest few issues. Well, he,
0: he did nothing issue three, right? Issue three issue two was fine. It was issue three that was the problem, right? I don't even um, think he spoke in
1: issue three.
0: <laughs> he didn't have a single line of dialogue. He didn't have a single one. This is uh, but opinion. I I mean I, I like it I like it too that that it's Michelangelo who's like strong enough and like spirited enough to like hold Raphael back, right? Um, and that, you know, uh, Leonardo is the one who, like, hasn't stirred yet, but is like, wait, wait, listen to Donatello, right? Um, we were saying before, like, the personality of the Turtles, this, this is the personality of all four Turtles, like, displayed out. Um, Michelangelo, still a little nondescript, right? Um, but, like, it's... It shows something that he's, like, the one who's, like, strong enough and spirited enough to be like, wait, like, hold back, Raphael. Like, sh- you know, struggle with him. Um, you know, only after being called his, his best buddy uh, earlier in, in the same issue. So I thought that was a really interesting moment.
1: Yeah, I liked it. Uh,
0: the TCRI employees uh, recognize that there is a disturbance in the lab Uh, and immediately begin fighting the Turtles on site. Well, that's not entirely true. They tell the intruders not to move. Uh, They're fascinated by the Turtles and ask them to drop their weapons or not be harmed. Uh, And then Leonardo, of all of them, says, No way! Move it, guys! And (laughs) pulls out his swords, (laughs) uh, which is crazy uh, that it would be Leonardo, of all of them, to trigger kind of the fight here. Uh, and this fight is uh, a lot of dodging. It's a lot of ducking and weaving uh, because the Turtles cannot handle laser fire. I think this is the first time they're actually fighting people with guns. Is that right? Yeah. No, well, what about the one shot? Were there I guns in sworn- issue one? I, sh- I could have
1: sworn Casey took on that one thug who had a gun. I can't
0: remember. Oh, with the, the, like, M16. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That did happen. That did happen. Um, but, uh, Raph didn't fight that one, right? This is the turtles fighting oh, people right. with guns. Oh, right,
1: so, that was, that was Casey. But, yeah, so this is, uh, the first turtles facing yep. guns.
0: Yep, Okay, so, yeah, they're ducking and weaving, uh, dodging, uh, around. Uh, this is, uh, this is an okay fight sequence, actually. Uh, it's well paneled, very fluid. Uh, <laughs> Leo stabs two swords through one torso of a robot. Raphael throws another Psy, that directly pierces through the head of the the robot. That uh, puts us at five point two five size thrown so far. Uh, sorry, four point two five. I'm I, I that was one ahead. So he is he is at four point two five size thrown so far. Uh, this one was a full true thrown size that killed um, the robots. Aliens, the aliens inside of the robots, and and at this point these you can clearly discern that the aliens are inside the torsos of the robots. Right, they are not covered with an artificial skin of any kind. Uh, they comment that the turtles are too fast and they cannot hit them. The turtles continue ducking and weaving. Donnie smacks two of them. They start throwing them around, uh, but uh, their strategy is just to run away, <laughs> even though they're like clearly winning. As they begin to run, they're looking for a door uh, and they find themselves in the tra- translocation matrix chamber which I'll call a teleporter from this point forward because that's clearly, obviously, the techno babble they're going for. Uh, and they begin to get surrounded by the robots, uh, you know, the aliens in robot suits, more accurately. They realize there's another door on the other side of the room between them and the teleporter. And they don't know that it's a teleporter at this point. Only only the aliens do. Uh, Michelangelo, with his arm injury, tells the the other three boys to kind of like Like a go-on-without-me kind of uh, point, right? He says, I'll distract you three while you go for the door. And they kind of give a, like, a no, Mike, you can't. He's like, do it. This standoff won't last forever. Uh, He decides that his strategy is going to be to climb up onto the kind of hanging wiring uh, at the top of this machine. Uh, the other three turtles begin to kind of inch backwards uh, and are now standing in the middle of the teleporter pad when Michelangelo's stitches open, causing pain in his arm and causing him to let go of the of the wire. Um, I'm only noticing it now on the re-look through. You can actually see the blood splatter inside of his bandaging from his stitches opening up. I think that's really fucking cool. <laughs> that's the really continuity. cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm actually impressed. Dude. These are- it's really cool. Uh, however, in contrast, what's not cool is how he cartoonishly falls off of the wires onto the control panel for the translocator, which activates it, uh, and we get this kind of almost horrific shot of like the turtles on the teleporter looking like they're like melting <laughs> as as. As Mikey, like, struggles against the robots to, like, reach them and, and, and save them, uh, they get uh, zapped away as Mikey is left behind. They, there's a separation now, right? So it's Leonardo, Donatello, and Raphael have been separated from Michelangelo, and we get a to-be-continued on that point. That's that's the end of the issue. <laughs> any Any yeah. last comments about the summary before we continue on?
1: Well, just in general, I think talking about this, when I read it, I read it pretty fast, but talking about it, going through it, I actually, I liked it a little bit better than I initially thought. And that's how I
0: felt about the one shot last week, right? Um, But yeah, overall, I, I think this is a really mission successful issue, trying to get back to the form that issue two set up. Um, I don't think I liked it as much as issue two because Baxter was just so engaging and I could do really with or without the crank the the, these aliens in robot suits, right? Uh, but all in all, I, I thought it was enjoyable, but we'll, we'll, we'll get back to that at the rating section then, right. So let's uh, let's let's go to the wish list segment. <laughs> Shiv, wishlist time. You asked for beheading and limbing. There were no humans to behead and limb besides the foot clanners. We didn't behead or limb either, uh, any of them, right? Yeah. You asked uh, for April's life slash friends. You did get more April this issue. I don't really know if we kind of saw anything else special about her. Um, She's already kind of been changing outfits between issues, so I, I wasn't... I wouldn't count her new do as as a uh, as a look into her life, but I feel like we're, we might be getting close to it. Uh, so if you're gonna squat on one, that that might be the one to squat on, right? And then last but not least, uh, you asked for single turtle focus, which is uh, not what we got here. We we got kind of x mening, right? We got like each turtle doing their own thing, which I I like a lot, but I wouldn't say they were uh, focused on singularly, right? Yeah. Uh, my wish list, and I asked for Turtle Betrayal. Definitely didn't happen. I've asked for Mecha Shredder, which actually feels a lot closer than I thought it would be. <laughs> a little uh, too close. I might I might squat on that, to be honest. Uh, that that sounds like it, it could be near. Um, like I said, I was vaguely aware that, that like might be a plot point in other Turtle stuff. Maybe. But if it is, it's like weird Lake Turtle stuff. It is not like early Turtles in my mind, right? So I'd be really surprised if we get it this early. Um, it would be cool as fuck, though. Uh, and then I asked for Splinter to teach the Turtles a lesson not happening because he's in stasis. Uh, Maybe he is last... teaching a lesson,
1: though, with his <laughs> <Yeah>. absence.
0: <laughs> ooh, ooh, wow. Are you trying to give me a free point? Because I'm not going to take it. Not until it actually happens. Yeah. Uh, now, we actually we made a mistake last week. Uh, since neither of us scored, we didn't uh, do any substitutions. Do you want to maintain that policy if both players whiff, like, we don't do subs? Or do you want subs? Subs
1: as in we substitute, like, a different wish? Yeah,
0: or? A, a wish list item, yeah. Last week we forgot to do any subs altogether. Oh. <laughs> uh. So well, if neither player scores, do we squat on our wishes? Because we could just be deadlocked if that happens, right?
1: If we get, uh, we can make a rule. If we get deadlocked for like, well, no, no, it's it's really up to us. But for me, I know if I get deadlocked into a wish that never gets granted for more than like five or six three issues weeks. and yeah. I, I want to change it, then yeah, I'll make mention of that. But I, I like the wish list items I have right now, so I I think you're gonna one day.
0: you're gonna you're sitting on all three of yours. Yes. Curtis. I guess that's the real reason. I think, we're, I think we're both allowed to sub one, and we just chose not to. Yeah. I think we're allowed to sub one every week. We just, we just chose if not we're allowed, to are allowed, yeah. Time. We don't have to do
1: it, right? But we're allowed
0: to. I'm going to squat on all three of mine, too, actually. Um, turtle Betrayal still feels a little far away, but I, I want to hold it just in case, because you never know. You never know. Next up, uh, we, we've got uh, our favorite turtle segment, After This Jingle. Shiv, most valuable turtle. Raphael. Really, you're giving it to Raf. MVT is for Raf. He he gets all the cool stuff, even though we saw
1: more turtle action from like Donatello and uh, Michelangelo. Yeah. yeah. It, it was it was really cool actually to see that. They kind of they obviously they're continuing right off from the one-off, so that that's pretty nice continuity with the whole rivalry thing that Michelangelo and Raphael had. But ultimately, at the end of the day. Raphael's my man. Yeah,
0: uh, I don't know if he's my most valuable turtle, though. Um, mm-hmm. you know what? I, I I might give it to Mikey. Can I give it to Mikey even though like he fucked shit up. Does that make sense? Oh, I mean, like the fact that he fine. made like two deliberate mistakes, um, I thought that was fascinating. Um, and it, it kept me engaged right? Uh, he's, he's the only one that has discernible flaws at the moment. Well, I guess that's not true, because Raphael's them in spades. But, uh, yeah, I you know, Michelangelo got that arm injury from, from being overzealous, and then, like, it kind of, like, bit him later when he was trying to uh, sacrifice himself for the other Turtles. I might give it to Mikey uh, for, for this issue.
1: He comes to, like, a, a close second for turtle with the most personality in this ch- in this issue yeah,
0: yeah yeah i like that
1: arm injury that uh, the leg injury he had that was pretty
0: was it an arm injury i forgot uh yeah it was on his it was on his right arm
1: the whole injury while it's cool it does feel slightly artificial because i feel like they did it on, well obviously they planned it they're like oh he's gonna have an injury so later on in the issue he's gonna be like no you guys go ahead in like <laughs> some right. like dire situation but no that, that's fine It. it it was pretty cool. It was different.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm I'm there with you. Um, scores, scores now. Uh, so, what are you going to give this comic out of ten, Shiv?
1: So, initially, my very
0: first time after
1: reading this pretty quickly, I was like, oh, this is like a seven point two out of ten. It it does yeah. what I wanted, and that's it. But after talking about it with you and just thinking about the comic and like kind of highlighting the strengths of this comic i would actually yeah. boost it up to like a like an 8.3 8.4 something like somewhere so 8.35 out of 10 wow
0: <laughs> so, so 8.5 8. or, or
1: 8.3 no uh, 8.3 or 8.4 so probably like in between 8.35
0: <laughs> stop adding decimal places to make it sound like <laughs> you thought about it more than you have uh <laughs> it, makes it sound more
1: sophisticated
0: <laughs> yeah yeah um, I am. See, I liked it. I don't know if I liked it. Eight point. No, 8.
1: see, 8. I, I inflated my scores because I I'm very easy to. Play I know, I far, know you. Like- I
0: know you do. I know you do. Um, you see, and again, this is what I said last time. I have a. There's a voice in me that's like, "Oh, go back, check what you rated issue two, because this wasn't as good as issue two, but I still liked it." Um, but uh, I have to go completely off of my gut feeling. Uh, out of ten honestly I might chase you. I might I might put myself at uh an eight out of ten as well. Yeah. A flat eight out of ten. I really liked what this issue started, although I am completely bored with the antagonist. The the, the these crank and, and their robots. After one issue I'm already kinda over it. But Oh yeah, I want the foot plant back. Yeah, well we got the foot. Right? We, we yeah we had we had like the taste of the foot. Uh <laughs> yeah. oh I don't take that sentence yeah. out of context. Uh, we, got, we got the Foot Clan kind of like splashed in there. Um, the Splinter storyline is like, yeah, whatever. Uh, but I, I I like what we're doing with the characters now. At least I feel like they're doing stuff. Uh, I feel like we're trying to individualize them more and we're, we're getting there. Uh, last but certainly not least is the assignment. And this is sort of the weird uh, kind of crux. So is it fugitoid time shift or is it do we go straight to issue 5 cuz on the preview page at the end of the comic they say coming in september our newest character in his own 40 page book who or what is fugitoid find out in a story that connects sorry that continues into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number 5 6 and 7 and in october learn what happened to the guys in an action packed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number 5 and if we can swing it, each book will sport a full-color cover, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. Um, so we're getting promised out the gate that issues 5, 6, and 7 are going to be in a contiguous story arc with this issue, uh, which is uh, promising, right? Very excited by that idea. But, I, uh, no. do, we, do we read Fugitoid now? Is that where we're at? I'm still very stubborn. It, the same thing I
1: said last time. The comic has to convince me that it's actually worth reading to gain the background knowledge. Because if the next comic we read that has this Fugitoid character in, if they, like, yeah. explain all we need to know, then that's fine. But if we're interested, I mean, if the lore is interesting enough, then yeah, I would I would read the Fugitoid comic, no problem. So you would, you would rather skip
0: Fugitoid and go straight to issue five?
1: Yes, go to issue five. And then in issue five, if we're actually, like, kind of stumped or confused, then we could perhaps read this Fugitoid thing or whatever.
0: Okay, I'm. I dig it, man. I completely dig it. Uh, I, I don't want to read fugitoid. Yeah, it I doesn't do really sound kind yeah, Looking at this picture, I do not give a rat's ass about fugitoid. So we're gonna go straight ahead then and do issue five from October of uh, 1985 next uh, next pod then. Last notes of recap: Raphael has thrown 4.25 size uh, in these. Uh, five issues, four, you know, I guess five issues so far, right? Uh, and uh, still no signs of the reporter. I think uh, I'm going to give it a rest uh, since they're going to evidently do some sort of planetary or, or time travel uh, in the next, like, four issues. So there's there's really no point in looking out for him right now. Uh, but once we come back to Earth, I'll, I'll keep my eyes peeled. Yeah. Uh. uh we, you and I had a long talk about how you don't want to do the funny end line anymore, and you told me to prep, and I didn't. You know, didn't, so. it's, uh,
1: yeah, it's just, I am I am unpredictably charming. No, I'm kidding. I just, it's hard to plan a comedic thing without it just happening spontaneously.
0: <laughs> it doesn't need to be, yeah. It's true. Um, well, so... I'm, I'm trying to find at least some some note to end this on. If I right. can't find a funny one, I'll uh, help you,
1: but I, I'll warn you, it's going to be if if I have to, it's going to be you, not funny. Yeah, it's
0: not going. Maybe that will be. Because I I'm, I'm just I'm just as stumped. I have nothing. I uh, you know um <laughs> yeah I've got no I've got nothing. But looking at this. I don't see anything. Not even if we just slap in the word guyjin in there. It's 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 not great. <laughs> Yeah. No. <laughs> ah. Fuck. <laughs> we can't find anything funny. You know, let's just end it. Let's just stop. Why don't we just stop? Uh, thank you for listening, everyone. Email us, splinterslibrary at gmail.com, with your Splinter, uh, Master Splinter uh, wise quotes, your, your turtles' uh, uh, memories, and, and fan art if, if it so pleases you, uh, if it's safe for work. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, we appreciate your your time and interest in our read-through. We hope to see you next issue. See, this? See, that's not funny, though, is it? It just sounds genuine. Uh, if, if it even sounded genuine, was that too robotic? I don't know. Like the Krang. Yeah. Ew! Okay. At least we're not as robotic as those
1: it. guys. We'll never be as robotic as the Krang. That's all that matters, Alex.
0: Well, you know, the Krang, Shiv, are, are, aren't from uh, this planet. You could say that... There, Gaijin.
1: <laughs> oh, perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah, we did are oh, the Gaijin. Uh, we thought you're the
1: Gaijin. No. Turtles aren't the Gaijin, The real Gaijin,
0: but <laughs> the that Have a good night, everybody. Aliens. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Gaijin. That was terrible. I'm not ashamed but of But that maybe one. that's <laughs> what makes it interesting. <laughs> you can you can you can end the recording. Yeah, I just <laughs> stop.